So what I've been doing, even with the mindset I have, has been leaning on those, you know, that have the information, that have the mental toughness, um, and are positive. My job right now is problem solving. Like when one, when we were able to put out one fire, like two more pop up. I and mean, when that negativity comes at you, which it will, you're you're able to be a warrior, you know, a warrior and fight it away instead of, you know, letting it inside your mind, right? We all, all of us, and this may be hard to hear, have tremendous potential. Most of us are not going to attain the potential that we have. And I don't want to lay on my deathbed and think back and be like, fuck, I I didn't give it my all. I didn't reach my potential, right? I'm going to fail along the way and I may not attain the level of success that I want, but it's not going to be from lack of trying. and welcome back to the I Love Success podcast. Uh, My mission is to help at least 10 million people in 10 years to go after their dreams. Uh, I always had, I always wanted to meet with people in person and do these podcasts, but obviously a lot of things have changed and uh, I decided to change as well and uh, deliver value during these times. And that's why I'm going to connect with game changers in different fields. And the first live podcast is today with a man that I really care about. He's my mentor. I would almost go as far as say he's like a big brother to me. And uh, he's just um, an amazing guy, first of all, in real estate. And uh, he has become really good at that by having this grit mindset, mental toughness. And I know a lot of you out there are struggling with this right now because things are changing. So I want to have this 30, 45 minutes to just share uh, James' tools. So James Suarez, welcome to the I Live Success Podcast. Thank you, Peter. Uh, let me first uh, start off by saying I'm glad that we are practicing social distancing. So I'm glad you're taking a responsible, uh, being responsible and doing this uh, via Zoom, via Facebook. Uh, the other thing, man, thanks so much for those compliments. Um, you know, I don't have a little brother, but if I had a little brother, it would be honored to have you as my little brother. So you can be my honorary little brother. <laughs> You know, I think there should be parts of this uh, interview where I turn, uh, flip the switch here and interview you as well, because, you know, you're right up there with the top ones as far as uh, grit and hard work and mental toughness. But uh, hello to the audience. And hopefully, uh, you know, I some of you guys know me, some of you don't. Those that do know me uh, know that I'm uh, I'm sober. I've been sober for over 17 years. And when you go to AA meetings for 17 years, you learned a lot. A lot of the same stuff is repetitive. But what I always look for is maybe if I can gain maybe one more tool that I can put in my tool belt that I can pull out and use in the future. So I guess what I would suggest is, if you know, hopefully I'll share a few things with you. Uh, I think the goal might be just to look for maybe one or two things that you can put in your tool belt to pull out, especially over the next couple of days, couple of weeks, maybe months. So, But Peter, it's an absolute pleasure, man. Always an honor to do this with you. Awesome. So let's just dive right into it. Thank you for that intro. And 
A man that I really enjoy as a fighter is Mike Tyson. And he said, everybody got a plan until they get punched in the face. And that's literally what has happened to almost every business in the world right now. So how have you dealt with that personally? Like, do you have your goals to build a huge real estate team? And then like on that day, everything changes. Like, what's the process that goes through your mind and how have you been able to, to cope with that? Yeah, I mean, everybody's having to pivot right now. You know, I am fortunate that my mentor, uh, Tom Ferry, has um, taught me that I had to have mental toughness in a morning routine. And I think anybody who is, has a morning routine is big on mindset, knows that this is, these are the times that we've been training for, right? When, it's, when, when things are going our way, it's very easy uh, to gain momentum, but it's times like this, when you get punched in the face, where we need to dig deep as leaders and step up to the plate and face that fear head on. Because the fact of the matter is, you know, this is a great opportunity for a lot of businesses. It's a great opportunity for our business. You know, I keep going back to Napoleon Hill's quote, uh, every adversity, there's a seed of equal or greater benefit, right? Every one-on-one -on -one conversation that I'm having with my teammates, I'm showing them where this is an opportunity. In fact, I just got off the phone with, you know, just loving on my team and just got off the phone with one of the, our newest agents and we're in real estate, if you didn't know. And she was putting in a lot of the effort and she finally got her first deal and she was super bummed. She's like, James, I just got the momentum going and just got my first deal. And now I feel like, you know, everything's been put on halt. It's like, Nina, just to put things in perspective for you, if it wasn't for this virus, which let me just preface this by saying it's a horrible pandemic and it's very unfortunate we're having to go through this. But if it wasn't for this virus, that listing would have gone live. That agent, that seller would have called every agent around town trying to get buyers in there. That, you know, a buyer probably would have showed up and paid more and got a loan. But because, you know, people can't come and see the property right now, because lenders are pulling some of the loans, because you were able to offer a cash offer, you got the property accepted. You opened your escrow. This for you is a good thing. You just have to lean in and be able to see where the opportunity lies, right? My my wife and I just went on a walk yesterday and she's like, you know, I, I feel like this is a good thing because the world is slowing down and we can kind of look at the big picture and they, you know, and, and when things slow down, we can look at the big picture and see what the opportunities are. And now like us as a, uh, in real estate, we're able to go deeper into connection with our, with the conversations we're having and be able to build rapport and be of service and build deeper and meaningful relationships with our clients, which, yeah, we may not see the results today or tomorrow, but long-term we're going to have these great relationships, which should 10 X our business. And again, we've been always looking for ways to build the community. You know, what better way to help build the community than to be of service to them. So if you can shift your perspective and it's not even, you know, 180 degrees, maybe just a little bit, you know, it's that uh, analogy of the, you know, fly trying to escape, you know, from the room and it kept on going up against, you know, the window where the door is open, you know, two feet over. If we can just uh, 
you know, pivot our perspective, you know, there's great opportunities. And that's what, you know, we are focusing right now on is as we pivot, you know, what are the opportunities that we need to go after right now? Keep that positive mental attitude and all of that mental training and toughness that we've been uh, doing is, you know, use that. Now, I, I understand that everybody has had that training and that mental toughness, which is fine, which is where you need on need to lean on the people that do. Not so much, you know, the negativity that's out there, the CNNs that are out there. And what I mean by that is the constant negative news. You know, we stopped watching the news a long time ago, but people who, you know, are not making decisions and leading in fear, but those leading in positivity. Now, a lot of the information I'm getting is not all positive, right? I have family, I have doctors in my families, you know, and when they tell me, James, Easter is probably not a realistic time for us to go back to the way things were, then I can plan, right? Businesses, successful businesses can predict. In order to predict, you need to have information analytics. So what I've been doing, even with the mindset I have, has been leaning on those, you know, that have the information, that have the mental toughness um, and are positive. No, I love that. And thank you for sharing that. And I think that's kind of the hard thing because we go into fear mode, right? It's almost like the whole world is in fear mode right now. And it has hap- It always happens to people that challenge themselves. For example, I was an athlete. I've had fear mode a lot in my life. And it is almost, it's like that fight or flight, right? So what tools do you use? I know you have a great morning routine, but what, what else do you do on like, continuing the day so you don't get into that mode of like being fearful not doing any actions at all and just kind of let that spiral in your mind well peter you know why we're running out of toilet paper right <laughs> no because probably. person sneezes you know 30 shit in their pants right <laughs> <laughs> too soon james too soon <laughs> <laughs> too soon uh you know, listen, like fear, fear is natural, right? And some fear, some fear is healthy. Um, but yeah, what I do to stay out of that fear mentality and, and Peter, if I have permission to be vulnerable, yeah. you know, I, you know, I can easily go there and I, I have gone there before and we're all going to naturally probably fall into that fear, but then it's how to get out of it and then stay out of it. Part of what we do is that morning routine, right? I will, I will be honest with you and tell you when this first happened, you know, we, we stopped doing our morning routine and it was kind of like, woe is me, self-pity, you know, we're not going to hit our goals. We're going to, you know, lose a ton of money. We're going to go deeper in the red. And then it was like, you know, you got to, you know, suit up, right? The whole world is going through this and how can we do our part to help how can we be do our part of being of service, right? I, as I said, I'm in AA. There are three sides of the triangle. One of the sides of the triangle is service. And what I've experienced, if you help others, it gets you out of your own head and naturally good things just happen to you. It's kind of the energy that you're putting out there. But our morning routine, you know, is getting up early, right? It's typically anywhere between 4 uh, a.m. and 5 a.m., um, you know, one of the great things, the benefits about this time period is we're really connecting, you know, with each other and our kid, 
uh, our kids and we had our son, which we love um, dearly. You know, one of the things he loves to do is sleep with us. And so we had him sleep with us last night. And so we didn't want to wake up at four and wake him up. So we slept in till five. I don't know if you call that sleeping in, but, you know, we're up. We do this. We we read and fed you. I have it with me, you know, a great book called uh, The Morning Miracle, which is a practice that we've implemented. So we do savers, but basically we do meditation. We do prayer. We write down affirmations. We then visualize those affirmations coming true. We read, then we journal, and then exercise. So that's our morning routine. And it's it's hard to not have a good day or at least a good start of the day when you start the day off doing that versus watching the news, putting CNN or one of those uh, channels on. Not to say that CNN is bad or Fox is bad or any of these stations are bad, but it's just a different mentality, you know, starting off the day, feeding yourself with love and ambition and connection, um, positivity, so that when that fear smacks you in the face, or as you said, punches you in the face, which right now is happening time after time. I mean, my job right now is problem solving. Like when one, when we were able to put out one fire, like two more pop up, right? And to have the mental toughness to be able to do that, plus have meaningful connections with my clients and my team, you know, I pull in, I pull that strength from the morning of just preparing myself for the day. No, I love that. And and I, I met with Mark Devine and Navy SEAL uh, a couple of years ago, and he his philosophy was one day, one lifetime. And that's literally what it is right now. And if you start with gratitude and say, hey, we are here today, let's make the best out of it. I think that's a very good place to start. And when when this creeps into your mind, just go into action. I know a lot of people, most people are at home right now and they're not able to even go out. But like I have a stack of books that I haven't had time to read. I have there's so much you can do instead of worrying, right? So there's they're saying, are you a worrier or your warrior? But how how do we get there? Like what what else what else do we what else do you do on a on a daily basis or I mean hour by hour because you all of a sudden you feel good and then there's a fire. Like what do you do on those small moments? Well, you've already said it, right? It's being in action, doing the right next right indicated action and staying out of the results. If I, if I shared my screen with you, you would see that on my schedule, it is completely full, right? My mentor, Tom Ferry wrote a great book called life by design. And basically if there's any, if you open up your calendar right now, right? How much white space, how much blank space will you see in your calendar, right? And if that's a majority of your calendar, what he coaches is you're living a life by default, whatever's coming at you. And right now, what's coming at you is a ton of negativity. Whereas if you look at my calendar, it's completely planned. So I don't have time to think negative. Right. It's one thing after another, after another, after another. I'm meeting, you know, scheduling Zoom calls with clients. I'm scheduling Zoom calls with my team. I'm on uh, webinars learning about, you know, what's going on in the real estate market. I'm, you know, constantly in action. And if I'm constantly in action, I don't have time for the fear to creep in. And then, Peter, it's like it's like working out. Right. 
how do you feel when you get your ass out of bed and you go to the gym and work, you know, really work out for an hour, right? The endorphins are going and it's pumping. You feel good about yourself versus how do you feel when you hit the snooze button? And when you hit the snooze button, what you're really doing is hitting snooze on your life. Skip the gym and then wake up, right? They're two totally different mentalities and you feel totally different about yourself. And if you suit up and you show up and you take action and you go to the gym on your life, right, and take those actions, naturally, you're just going to be feeling better and feeling more positive. And when that negativity comes at you, which it will, you're, you're able to be a warrior, you know, a warrior and fight it away instead of, you know, letting it inside your mind. Yeah, I think that that's great. And I think what 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 happens right now is that we are what ha- it has already happened the last 10 15 years our patience level has gone down tremendously and now all of a sudden we have uh, most of the world have more time a lot more time so what are what are you your gotta, best you watch what you wish for right <laughs> a lot of people are you know saying they want more time and now they have it and now they're like well, what the heck do I do with it? <laughs> it's crazy, right? And that's that's why I, I think that like the practice of patience. Do you have any any tips uh, about that? Because I just reflected. I was up early one morning working out, and I just saw the world so calm. What if there were no cars? What if there were no regular jobs anymore? Like, how would we live as human beings? You know, I I think you know as far as Patience goes, what I would look at, you know, and you talked you talked about it earlier, we can talk about gratitude, but um, you know, it's it's control the controllables, right? And being of acceptance. You know, the world it is what it is right now, and there's nothing that we can really do to change that. I mean, we can take steps to be responsible, but you know. We're not on Trump's advisory board. We can't snap our fingers and, you know, make it go away. So we have to first be of acceptance of what is happening right now, right? Have the self-awareness and have the acceptance of what is happening right now. And then you can move from there. And then again, there are certain activities, mental activities that you can take, right? Meditation there's the gratitude list now again it's it's also how what kind of mindset you're in right now like i say the word meditation and a lot of people are like there's no way i can't meditate right like you're talking to somebody peter like i've been diagnosed with adhd or whatever the word is attention deficit disorder right yet i don't take any medications for that and still can and and still can meditate but it's like anything else It's a practice, right? The analogy that I always give people is one that I've learned that your mind, the analogy is your mind's kind of like putting a puppy in the middle of a circle of dogs, squeaky toys, cats, and squirrels, right? And you put a puppy in the middle of it and you let it go and the puppy's going to run after a squirrel, right? Now, how do you treat that puppy? Are you going to beat that puppy down? and call it a whole bunch of horrible names, or are you just going to go and grab the puppy, bring it back to the middle of the circle, you know, pet it, say, okay, sit, stay, you let go, and then it's going to go after, you know, a cat 
and you lovingly bring the, the puppy back to the middle of the circle. And the, the puppy is your mind, right? And everything around it, you know, the cats, the squirrels, the squeaky toys, those are your thoughts. But eventually, after you practice for a while, the puppy will grow into a well-trained dog and the dog will sit there, even though all around it, you know, they're squeaking and there's barking and there's meowing and there's squirrels, uh, you know, you know, mocking it. You know, eventually the dog may run off after a squirrel, but then again, you lovingly bring it back to the middle and you have it sit and stay and pet it and love it. And again, that's how we need to treat our mind. And again, I think for me, patient, a lot of my patients, because I'm, I wouldn't say naturally wired to have patience, yeah. right? The meditation has really helped me have self-awareness and have acceptance and be okay, even with the chaos that may be going around that, you know, I'm, I'm in a good mindset. I mean, then again, put things into perspective. Like I read, um, you know, Anne Frank and her family, right. During the Holocaust were in a 400 square foot attic for two and a half years, right. We're talking about maybe two and a half months. And so like, you know, the sun is shining. I'm still able to walk outside. I'm still able to go on the internet. I'm still able to, you know, go in Netflix. I'm still able to communicate with people. You know, like it's 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 not good, right? It's not how we would like it, but it's not bad. It could be things could be a lot worse. They could, and I mean, I think this is this is hard, uh, and like I don't want to offend anybody, but we're all gonna die. You know, that's might not be the right thing to say now, but it is the truth. That's the only thing you can escape. But how do we? these pills <laughs> that I got off, off the internet. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of, of people saying that and there's, there might be other lives, but I mean, this is, this is it. And even before this happened, a car can hit you. You, a lot of things can happen. How do we show up almost, almost hour by hour, right? To how do we communicate with other people? How do we put our head in the heart in all our, communication i for example what we're doing now with your team is like trying to help help people and that should be something that we do as human beings every day right that we see each other have, have this time made you reflect more on 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 being more serving you know, they, I mean, the answer is yes and no like i've always tried to come from a, a place of service you know, we have had the the shift of what we're doing in our business because right now, for the most part, real estate, you know, is shut down. You know, we can't do open houses. We can't do showings in a market like Los Angeles. You know, not too many people are going to be buying and selling properties without going to the property. Yeah. Somehow, even you are opening escrows, which I just think is absolutely amazing that, you know, we're opening escrows right now and, you know, huge kudos. Um but, you know, service is always important. Like there, there are defining times, I believe, in our, in our life and in our careers, right? And I think we're at one of those defining times, both in our life and in our career. There are some agents or some businesses and some people that are going to look back on this and be like, I really showed up for that. And because of that, I'm living, you know, in an exceptional life. My business 10x, my life 10x, my spirituality 10x, my relationships 10x, 
right? Where there are some and those who are just consumed with fear. And trust me, I understand being consumed with fear. There have been times in my life where the fear has paralyzed me, which is why I've learned to do what I do with my morning routines and the way that I approach life. Where again, this is going to be a defining time in our lives and the people who we all are in fear right now, right? The ones who are able to face that fear head on and be in action are going to look back at this time and be wowed by who they are. And they're going to be defined and their businesses are going to be defined on how they, these steps that they took during this time. Again, there are huge opportunities right now if we just look for those opportunities, right? There are people in the stock market that look for opportunities. There's gonna be uh, certain businesses that are gonna thrive, not you know the wolves that are taking advantage of the weak, you know, fuck them, but people who, sorry for my language, you know, but people who on Facebook? are people know. <laughs> to see, you know, like coming from love, service and abundance. Yeah. If the people who are able to come from those mentalities, their brands, their businesses, their 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 selves are going to thrive in the next few years. Because because the fact of the matter is, you know, we're going to bounce back, right? If you study things like Goldman Sachs and their predictions, and yes, we're going to have one of the biggest drops in our GDP, but over the next third and fourth quarter, how we should have one of the biggest rebounds, you know, we're 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 going to bounce back and we're going to be all right. But there's some who are going to, you know, 10 X because of, because of this. And again, look back and be like, I, I, I crushed it. Yeah. And, and I'm glad that I, sh- I suited up and I showed up. Yeah. And I mean, it's inward outward, right? So like, there's a lot of things going, going on outside in the world, but if we let it in, it's going to make things so much worse. Look at, Nelson Mandela, I think he was in prison for, was it 27 years? And that cell was so small. I just imagine living like that. There's no Facebook Live or any of that things like you, we can do today. So I think that the mind is, it's so interesting. And what have you, what have happened before in your life that made this a easier shift for you, so to speak? Um, I wouldn't say that there's one thing that made it easier. Um, you know, it's a series of probably steps that uh, I took. Um, you know, growing up, losing my stepfather at an early age, who was pretty much my, you know, my hero, getting sober, following the suggestions of my sponsors, leaning on you know, my loved ones, forming deep relationships, having a morning routine, connecting with a higher power, constantly reading, you know, all of these, you know, little things have, you know, a compound effect. I mean, one of my, I shared this with you before is, you know, one of my favorite books are The Slight Edge, right, which is also a similar book as The Compound Effect. But successful people don't really just all of a sudden be successful, right? It's the small decisions that they make, right? It's very easy for me to do three minutes of prayer. It's very easy for me not to do three minutes of prayer. It's very easy for me to do three minutes of meditation. It's very easy for not, for me not to. It's very easy for me to do 
five minutes of affirmations, it's very easy not to, right? And if I just do it today, I may have a you know small difference, but not really a long-term effect, but it's kind of like dieting, right? If I, it's very easy for me to order the salad, it's very easy for me to order the hamburger, and I probably won't see the effects tomorrow, but you know, if I want to lose weight and I order the salad for the next month, right? Eventually I'm going to have a compound, you know, effect and see the results. Now, what most people do, right? It's the successful decisions we make, you know, decision after decision after decision. Most people is they make the right decisions, right decisions to accomplish their goal or the necessary decisions to accomplish their goal. They get their head above water or get the result they want. And then they stop doing the things that got them there. Whereas the most successful people keep doing the same steps. And because of that, they have quantum leaps and a compound, they have compound effects. So I think I am where I am today is because I keep doing the same actions that got me the success I have, you know, not just monetary success, but mental toughness as well, right? In order for me to be where I am to be able to have the mindset that I have. And Again, going back, I didn't, it's not like I learned it myself, but I leaned in the people like my mentor, Tom Ferry, who taught me things like that. And I kept on following what he did and following the suggestions that he gave me. No, I, that is, uh, I think, so crucial to be around the right people. And I mean, even if you don't have that in your own town or your own family, we, that's why this is so amazing that we can connect through the internet and through books. And we can have mentors basically for free by listening to something like this. But also what I'm, what I'm seeing when this things happens, when people work from home, it's almost like you're giving yourself permission to not do what you did before. And I think that has to do with your why, right? So can you talk a little bit about that? What's your why? And what is, is it so important to know what you want and what you stand for? Yeah. I mean, I'll first off address the work from home. I mean, my, my, my team joked when I mentioned that we may have to work from home because, you know, they joked and said, this is your worst nightmare coming true. And to some extent it is because I just, you know, I think there's just a lot of distractions you know, when you are home. And I know I'm distracted as well. Uh, you know, the, I'm, I'm working, you know, it's, it's lovely working with my wife, but we're sharing uh, an office space. You know, I'm constantly hearing my kids, which, you know, is a blessing because we've had a ton of laughs from hearing them both laugh and cry. They're constantly coming in to give us, you know, hugs and kisses, which is adorable, but, you know, I'm distracted. I can't focus nearly as much as I I would normally do at the same time, you know, this, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's tough being home and not being at work and going, you know, going after the same goals we have and having to pivot, you know, in the way that I'm doing it, like right now I'm wearing, you know, one of my Tommy Bahama shirts, you know, if I showed you my makeshift desk, you know, which is just one of those, um, those outside tables, I have uh, beach towels on it because whenever I go away from vacation, I'm always wearing Tommy Bahama shirts and I normally am always working on vacation. Uh, so that's kind of the mentality that I put myself in is like, Hey, I'm on vacation, but I still need to uh, GSD, right? For those who don't know, GSD means get shit done. Um, <laughs> but you know, 
there's I constantly use my why because I always tell people if you're if you're comfortable, you're not succeeding, right? Comfort or success is way outside of our comfort zone. That's where it lies, right? We have our comfort zone over here and then we have success over here. In order to achieve success, we have to do the things that most people won't do, which are, you know, getting up at 4 a.m., having a morning routine, you know, instead of uh, binging on Netflix to go and make, you know, you know, 200 different, you know, 200 more phone calls, right? So it's those small steps. So it's constantly getting out of my comfort zone in order to achieve the success that I, I want. In order to get out of that comfort zone, I need a strong why, right? Growing up, I was the poor kid in the class, right? So I had the, the um, what was it, uh, uh, Payless, you know, um, I forget what the name of the brand was. It was like Pro Wings or something where all my friends had the new Jordans, right? And so I, I remember going through garbage cans at golf courses in order to get uh, uh, Coca-Cola cans or, you know, soda cans so that we could take them to the recycle bin so that we can get money so we can get food to eat. Right. I mean, a lot of people had it a lot worse than we did, but I just remember that I never wanted to have, you know, my kids have to do this. And my, you know, my parents, actually not my parents, my mom made it, you know, enjoyable as enjoyable as it could be. And, you know, my mom is an exceptional exceptional woman and one of my best friends today. Um, but, you know, I want to live an exceptional life. Like you mentioned it earlier, we only have one life to live, right? And I want to leave a mark. And at the same time, you know, my, my kids, my wife, you know, I want my wife, you know, her birthday is on Monday, right? I want to be able to buy her nice things, on my, on my 40th birthday, like, I don't know if we'll be able to go or not, but the plan is to go to the Maldives, right? I want to experience all that this world has to offer. Um, I want to be able to spend time with my kids. I don't know. My, my real father may have gone to, you know, five-ish of my games, right? Right now, I'm, able, I'm coaching my son in, you know, Little League Baseball. Right. And being able to take off like those are the things that are important to me. I have, you know, a vision board, which you've seen, like I want to be my son's best man at his wedding. Right. I want to be my, my daughter to think of me as, you know, daddy's, you know, uh, you know, that she's, she's that I'm her hero. So I want, you know, monetary things. I want experiences. And the, my biggest fear in life, if I'll get vulnerable, is laying on my deathbed and having regrets, right? We all, all of us, and this may be hard to hear, have tremendous potential. Most of us are not gonna attain the potential that we have because we're not willing to do the work, right? And I don't wanna lay on my deathbed and think back and be like, fuck, I, I didn't give it my all. I didn't reach my potential. Right. I'm going to fail along the way and I may not attain the level of success that I want, but it's not going to be from lack of trying and suiting up and showing up. And so I dig that I, whenever I need to get out of my comfort zone so that I can achieve that success, I use those different whys. You know, it might be, you know, being able to buy the diamond necklace for my wife. It may be to make sure that 
you know, my, I can pay for my kid's college tuition. It may be because, Hey, you know, I want a convertible Ferrari one day, you know, it's different things. It just depends on where I'm at grabbing those whys to propel me forward. Yeah. And, uh, I think, like there's there's one thing called like personal accountability and there's also having someone keeping you accountable and i think both are great but at the end of the day to take you need to hold yourself accountable as well for your life right and then you get a coach yeah well listen you can lie to me you can lie to your wife, you can lie to your boss, but the fact of the matter is like, you cannot lie to yourself, right? So you're going to have to look yourself in the mirror and be honest with yourself because you know, right? You know, if you're showing up and suiting up, you know, if you're hitting your potential, you know, if you're just, you know, giving, you know, an excuse, right? You know, so you're going to be, you know, you're, you're going to have to answer to yourself eventually. And it's, and if you're able to be honest and be of integrity with yourself, it's going to naturally spill out with happiness and joy. And if you're not able to, and you continue to lie to yourself, you're going to be miserable in my experience. Yeah, and it's it's interesting what you also talked about being out of your comfort zone. And I think a lot of people fear going out of the comfort zone because a lot of people see it as painful. The truth of the matter is that it's an incredible experience to actually see what your human potential is. We're all different. We're all on different time zones in our lives. We all have different experiences, different parents, different skin color, all of that. But it's not about being the best. I think it's be the best version of yourself. And honestly saying that to yourself, hey, I'm going to show up. I'm going to do this my way, the best way I can. And then we'll see what I'm made of, right? It doesn't have to be your story or my story, but now you have a little bit time to ask yourself, like, what is important to me in life? And maybe spend some time on that because when we're all, when we're going like day to day, we're everywhere. We don't have time to reflect uh, unless we wake up at four, right? <laughs> so we're running out of time. I know you have a busy schedule. Just uh, one, uh, what is the last thing you want to leave us with here today talking about mindset and mental toughness? I mean, again, I'm going to have to contribute a lot of my success to my coach. You mentioned it before, you know, Tom Ferry. I don't think there's a better real estate coach or just a better coach out there. I mean, he's helped me just become not only a great agent, you know, but he's helped me with leadership. He's helped me with being a great husband. He's been helping with a great father, you know, being a great person. So I would I would first and foremost strongly encourage those out there, you know, to get a coach. Uh, the other part thing is just what you just touched on. Like, just understand growth is painful. It's like if you want to get stronger, you're going to have to hit the gym and hit the weights and lifting weights. You know, there's a pain that happens. But what you're doing is you're breaking down the muscle in order to build it back up. You know, that's going to be this process. It's going to be painful. Like getting up at 4 a.m. is still painful. But what I'm doing is breaking down the mental toughness in order to get stronger. 
right? And we're going to continue to hit ceilings in our lives. And if you want breakthroughs in business, in your personal life, in your relationships, whatever it is, right? In order to have breakthroughs, you're going to have to have the strength to break through it. And what comes that is uncomfortability and pain, but it's a good uncomfortability. It's a good pain. And you get, a, you get comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? We all have tremendous potential. You know, don't, you know, don't live a life by default, right? Have goals, have aspirations, have a growth mindset and understand that you can achieve anything you put your mind to. Seriously. I love that. Uh, James, thanks again for taking the time. I know you are super busy. Your schedule is packed. So super grateful for that. Thank you so much. Thank you, Peter. And for everybody that are still here, just want to tell you, this is going to be a series of amazing conversations. Next week, I have Joel Brown lined up. That's a guy from Australia who started it addicted to success a website and youtube channel who have hundreds and hundreds of millions of views he's a great uh, motivational guy he's going to share his journey i also have david melzer who is a great entrepreneur he's also going to be on next week so that's it for today make the best of your life and get out there thank you <music>